What's up, guys? I'm Brendan Schaub. If you love everything mixed martial arts, I'm talking UFC breakdowns, UFC picks, one championship picks, Bellator, PFL, you name it, your boy breaks it all down. Tune into The Shop Show, available every Monday wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Shop Show. Enjoy. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And it's time for another episode of MTV's official challenge podcast, where we go behind the scenes of the challenge, Double Agents. And as you folks know, this podcast is not spoiler free. So before we go behind the scenes, make sure you're up to date on the latest challenge episodes. Yes. And on this episode, we'll be talking about the return of my least favorite game, trivia. It's the worst. (laughs) Amber B's big gamble and seeing if there's any truth to Corey's curse. And later in the episode, we will be joined by a very special guest, producer, and casting lead, Sky Topic. So stick around for that. Yes, I love Sky. Okay, let's get into this episode. I can't wait to talk to her. She's amazing. (laughs) Okay, Anissa. So here we are, segment one. You know how it goes, girl. You are the vet of this game, the one and only Anissa. So you get to start off safe house which is that 36 second recap in honor of it being the 36th season are you ready no you can freestyle it if you want it makes it more fun i'm gonna try go ahead go ahead i'm not really gonna freestyle (laughs) so let me jump right into this go so um amber b and gabby get into kind of an argument and then it's like kind of emotional and whatever and then they get on the bus and then um gabby and i are talking and laughing and whatever and then we get to the challenge we find out it's trivia so nobody's laughing anymore then we're in all in full planks as we get most of these answers wrong Darrell and amber win they get lifetime whoppers and five thousand dollars i'm salty about that but it doesn't really matter get back to the house and guess what Teresa's on the chopping block but she kind of has been for a while now and all her friends are seeing that she hasn't been that great of a frank she's actually trying to get them all out because she thinks she's gonna win the whole thing and maybe she's right um oh you're done you're done you're done you're done damn it i mean listen you got like a third of the episode maybe maybe 45 percent just goodbye. Your math. <laughs> goodbye. Wait, was my math bad? <laughs> what did I do? I mean, you went, whatever. Just go. <laughs> okay, baby. It's Lil your T turn. <laughs> oh, Little Tori here Lil to drop T. it on you. Boom, boom, bop, bop, beat. Here we go. Pull up to the challenge. It's a trivia. Bam. I hope everybody shaved their armpits because their arms are about to be exposed. That's right. Then you're going to fall into the water when you don't get the question right. But thank God Whopper Jr. is there. Home of the king, the Burger King. He going to pull up through. Free Whoppers for life. Amber B. Durrell. I'm jealous. I'm coming through for dinner. Thank God. Okay, now we're going to go over there to the <laughs> deliberation where everybody was sitting real quiet. Psst. Cricket, 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 baby. Chirp, chirp. That's right. Teresa gets thrown into elimination. Can she do it? No, she cannot because Casey, the one, the only, the new nickname, the killer Casey pulled through and bam, put her in a chokehold and sent her home. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Was it good? Who are you? And they're like, you know, cricket, 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 chirp, chirp. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. My rap They're getting better. Uh, like as we go on as you haven't been on the show now you're just like (laughs) fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna do whatever (laughs) i'm just like i feel so free now (laughs) yeah it's okay it's all right the burden of the challenge has been lifted and now you can be free to freestyle hell yeah when you feel like it well listen now we have to move forward anisa it's let's move forward (laughs) okay (laughs) moving forward (laughs) Um, the play of the day, the best athletic move. Mm, what would that I don't be? Know, what do you think? Should we give it to Darrell? I mean, I think we should. Yeah. Let's because let me Darrell. tell you something. It took him a minute to stand up. They don't show it, but it definitely took him a while to stand on that platform because it was, um, it was angled. So mm. it was like you had like little baby kitten heels on. Oh. So your heels were up a little bit. You were on a slant with your toes face in the water. Okay. Then you had a little thing. So if you were going to hold a plank, it would kind of force you to be straighter, if you will. Like you, cause you'd be able to push off on your heels. Right. So, um, and he was just fucking scared and he pulled oh. out that win, which was yeah. great. Cause this one was scary. Like we'll talk about it later, but this was not fun. It looked terrifying. I cannot lie. I'm happy I was not there for that one. That looked treacherous. Mm-hmm. Should we give the dirtiest deed of the day to Amber B? Or no? I mean, I also want to give a dirtiest deed to Fessy for hitting Big T with it. Yes. Come on. Yeah. 
But T was so frightened, and I'll get into that too later. But Fessy, why? Why Big T? (laughs) Fessy, he was like, I'm sorry. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just, oh, poor thing. I love Big T. I really do. Oh, yeah. All right, well, let's get into it. Let's get into the episode itself, because it looked crazy. Talk to me about what it was like to be there, Anissa, because it looked terrible. I mean, we got there, and we were looking at these things, and I'm like, I don't really get what we have to do and there were a lot of like safety measures like don't touch the sides don't do this like because they wanted us to be safe because you were going to be in a full plank if you got it wrong or somebody threw you know an x at you yeah it was crazy but I will say this I mean Devin definitely came for me I know that him and I maybe have had an argument the day before about something and we had, you know, apologized and whatever else, but he still was throwing his shit my way. Mm. Plus, you know, he thinks big brother sucks. Right. That's still up for debate. (laughs) And, uh, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Or am I? Um, but the funny thing is, and what they don't show because they can't show is that when it was, um, the second heat and big T was up there, Big T used to like impersonate like Shakira and Michael Jackson and all these things. And for you guys that don't know, Big T is not the best singer, but the most incredible entertainer. (laughs) And she, we literally, while she was crying up there, started singing Shakira to her in unison, all of us. And it just like her tears stopped and she like chilled out a little bit. But it was such a nice moment because we were like all there for her. And it shows that we are human and that's why they didn't show it. Because yeah. it looks like we have hearts and the souls. Song, and we the do. song probably wasn't cleared, though. That, too. <laughs> I think. No, they could have called her up and been like, it's too mad. And, <laughs> and then fucking. <laughs> can, we, can we clear this? We, we're having a really great moment on, on, you know, national television. Because of you, Shakira, please. <laughs> please. Yeah. But I and I loved this in the in the second heat too. Nam winning, yeah, because I feel like he didn't understand some of the questions, and a lot of it applies to like some of it was like American history or whatever, right? Um, and I mean Nam's brilliant with his little engineering ass, mm-hmm. and he still won for his heat. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was incredible yeah plus i'm sure those abs were helping him hold himself up i know yeah if anybody can hold on for that in that type of position for a long period of time it's nom because anybody who was in the house saw how much he worked out first of all nom eats four thousand calories a day i asked him it's crazy and he works out for like three hours a day minimum but like functional movements like he's not in there like picking up weights and throwing them he's like doing like stuff that really works for your body yeah it's like burpee to like high pull like to, it's just like a, a whole like combination of different workouts that like yeah full body he, he's chiseled and I, I want to be too, Nam. If you're doing one on one, I'm here. Woo! I'm here. Anissa wants to lick the Nomsicle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. It's, it's all right. <laughs> Not entirely false. Um, so Darrell wins with Amber B. Yeah. Amber B is definitely rubbing a couple people the wrong way in the house. We don't know if we can trust her. We don't know which way she's going. But the plus is here. Darrell won. So he's friends with Leroy. He's cool with me. He's cool with Cam. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that, you know, if Big Brother is going to stick together the way that they have been, I'm probably safe this week. Yeah, definitely. I would feel pretty good about them, too. And plus, obviously, Amber had so much. Amber B had so much going on with a few of the other girls like Amber M Mm -hmm. and like Gabby. So it was like the target was off your back entirely, pretty much like. It was a nice week probably for you to just sit back, relax, and watch a show. Yeah, well, it was because all of these people just started showing their true colors. Like, the stuff with Teresa happened, and then Amber B was, you know, her stuff was in question. Right. You know, the love and peace, happiness, like, which I totally believe in and think it's great. But, you know, a lot of people self-edit. Yeah. And, you know, we want to be on here and be vulnerable and be relatable and fuck up when we do and be great when we do Mm -hmm. and... You know, be celebrated for being humans that yeah. are putting ourselves out there. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting to that point where you've been in the been in the house with a bunch of people and you're annoyed by every sound. And I just think people get on each other's nerves. Yeah. And there's also a million dollars on the line. So for sure. Everything's I mean, fucking annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I honestly think that like 
I obviously was in the house with Amber B and I, I know what everybody means, but when she, when you say she preaches love and all that stuff, but the thing is, is that's her game. Like she, that's her game. And like, yeah, maybe Mm -hmm. at this point in time, people are starting to catch on to it, but you have to have a game in that house. You're in a game, right? You have to appeal to as many people as as possible at first, or you're going to get targeted. And so you can't really hate her. I mean, you can, you can be rubbed the wrong way by her, especially if she threw Mm -hmm. a vote at your name, but like everybody has a game in that house. Yes. You know, I got to give Amber M some credit here because she's a fucking straight shooter. She'll walk up Mm -hmm. to somebody and she'll be like, like, she walked up to me in the house one day, like when I was going around saying, if I wanted to go up against somebody, I wanted it to be her. She was like, bitch, what? And I was like, oh, like you step. And I think Mm -hmm. that you got to give her some credit in that area because it's kind of scary being in that house and like not knowing how people, how this is going to affect your political game if you do step to somebody. Mm -hmm. But you know what? She does it. So I got to give her credit for that for sure. Oh, she did it to me too. She sat me down like I thought we were cool. (laughs) And then there was this, I was like, yeah, I didn't know what happened. The energy was weird. And I thought something had happened after you left and I like popped off. I was in bed and like we had all been drinking and I yelled down the hallway. Mm Mm-hmm. Some stupid shit. And then I apologize. And I, I was just like, listen, like Tori left, da 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 and like all this shit. And this game is just getting to me. And I apologize for whatever. And, and her and I talked and she she was a straight shooter yeah. through and through. Yeah. And I really did like that about her because she's younger and this is her first season. Mm-hmm. And it's just like even in even in deliberation. Yeah. I'm just going to let you know I am voting for you. Yeah, exactly. Right. You can't even be mad at that. <laughs> you can't. There are no surprises. You can get mad at sneaky and shady shit because obviously that hurts. But when somebody's honest with you, like, it's like, you might not like what they're doing, but you can't call them fake. No, but it's awesome. It's just a bold bitch. Like, yeah, yeah I'm just, I'm, yeah, Teresa, I'm voting for you. Yeah. <laughs> just want to let you know. And it wasn't shady. It wasn't like sl- slick. Like, mm-hmm. she's just like, yeah, I'm just going to let you know now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's talk about Teresa because I just want to say this about her interview. She was like, oh, it's finally time that these girls are on to me. But like Cam, we've seen her plotting since the week it happened to make this work. So yes. I don't think Teresa's given Cam enough credit for <laughs> yeah. all of the plotting that has been going on. I mean, maybe she just think, didn't know. But I think that after after she told Cam that we voted for her when we didn't, I think Cam was like, oh, shit, like, you don't really, you guys aren't really as close as you thought you were. And and then she got blindsided by her. Mm-hmm. So once that blindsided, blindside happened, she was like, okay, well, we got to get Jay out and then we got to get Teresa, Teresa out. out. Yeah. And that's and like what happened. Leroy and Cam had their hands in both things and both their plans, you know, came to fruition. So yeah. good on them for playing like a great fucking game. Hell yeah. Yeah, and, like, the only reason why they couldn't have done it sooner is because it was two guys' eliminations back-to-back. So, yeah. well, so then Teresa goes into the elimination. She gets voted in, and then Casey goes in. Anissa, what was that like to watch? Because Casey looked like she dragged her. This is the thing. I know that it was tough for Teresa to be there without, like, I couldn't imagine being a mom and and, and not being able to see my kids every day. Mm -hmm. And I know how involved Teresa is in her children's lives, and that is, like, I mean, they're her life. Like, you live to keep these these humans alive, these yeah. little humans. Yeah. And, you know, with the pandemic and everything else, and, like, just they're, they're her life. Like, she's a mommy. So I know that, like, it was tough for her to be away from them. And I think that going into it, she was like, I don't know who I can trust. I don't know who my friends are. I'm just imagining what her headspace was like. Because, you know, knowing that she was going to go into elimination, I mean, she was pretty cool about it. But... You know, I knew that she wasn't in the best position. Right. And, like, I didn't know who who they were putting in. They didn't tell anybody that Casey was going in. Mm. So I was totally surprised. Wow. I told Lola, I'm like, good luck, girl. Fucking go get it. Wow. Lola My dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Lola didn't even know. Or maybe she did. I don't know. But I was like, girl, it's your day. You got it. I think Lola would have <laughs> been great at that. Lola would have been awesome. Yeah, Lola would have been. Lola would have been awesome. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, that look of defeat people have on their faces. I feel like Teresa kind of had that. I know that she had a pretty nasty fall the day before mm. um, at, at Trivia. Oh, yeah, it she did. It was the worst fall of the day, yeah. So I don't know if that played a, point, a part in it. You know, I'm not taking anything away from Casey. Casey was fast out of the gate. She yeah. had a great strategy. She didn't stop moving. Yeah. She was great um, and a well-deserved win. Yeah, Uh, it was just it was just hard because I like I don't know. I felt bad at the end of it. I was just like, bye, Teresa. Yeah, it sucks because like 
obviously like we both had our arcs with Teresa. Like we went into the house really liking her and then like, but like, like I mentioned before, everybody has their game and Teresa just played her cards the way she played them. It just didn't work in her favor because it upset too many people. Right. I mean like, Honestly, everybody watching this, like, I know that people are going to go online and talk shit on everybody, but, like, it's a fucking game. So give Teresa a fucking break. Like, give all of these people a break. We might be on here and we might be talking how we feel, but granted, we were the ones affected by a lot of things. So we have our feelings about it. But everybody who's watching it, just remember, everybody's still a person. It's just a game. And ask yourself how you would do on a TV show like this for a million dollars because the shit's going to get real. We're going to tell you right now. And the other part with Teresa, like, I mean, we were close before. Like, I, I've i played games with her before where we were just tight. We'd do our skin regimens together. We'd laugh so much. She was my chorizo. Like, mm-hmm. I was so excited to have her in the house. And I think that it was just disappointing that our friendship couldn't turn into, like, this super strong, like, kind of alliance, yeah. you know? And I wish that it would have been different, but it wasn't. And, you know what, she's been gone for a minute. And she played the best game she could. Yeah, definitely. And uh, she really did have a good chance. Well, Corey does have that curse. Jeez, Yo, like how many? Listen, I was right. I said he either got you pregnant, girl. Now he's sending you home. <laughs> like before he's trying to get you close to him. Now he's trying to get you away from him. I mean, I'm sure Taylor's happy about that. <laughs> yeah, right? No, it's called the Corey curse, you know? Yeah. He definitely um, cannot hold on to a partner to save his life. Wow, I'm really interested to see how his next partner and him, Amber, I'm so interested for that next episode. It's like I'm on the edge of my seat. This season is so good. Yeah, yeah. It's just one weird thing after the next. It's definitely a um, – it was just an intense season for – like I was – I've never been so paranoid in my life. Really? Because, I mean, watching it now, I'm like, God, you guys really fucking hated Fessy. Oh, and yeah. I just like partnered with him like ride or die. Like, yeah, we both have our skulls. And that's why I picked him back for those who keep asking. Right. We both have our skulls. And you know what? Humility is a thing. Maybe just a little bit of humble pie being my partner. Mm-hmm. And it's just nuts. I just didn't know that many people were trying to get him out. Yeah. Right. I idiot. I should have picked somebody different. No, don't worry about it. I mean, listen, you're doing fine. I know. Well, I'm really excited because we're going to interview Sky. And she's a producer and the casting lead. She is like the go-to person. She's got an amazing accent and she's an angel. So I'm really excited to talk to her. Me too. What's up, guys? I'm Brendan Schaub. If you love everything mixed martial arts, I'm talking UFC breakdowns, UFC picks, one championship picks, Bellator, PFL, you name it, your boy breaks it all down. Tune into The Shop Show, available every Monday wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Shop Show. Enjoy. All right, guys, we are back now with one of my favorite people behind the scenes on the challenge. She is a producer and the casting lead. Welcome, Sky. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Oh, it's so good to see your whole face without a mask on it. Oh, wait, we're listening to you, though, because this is a podcast. <laughs> so good to hear your face, Sky. It's so good uh, to hear yeah, your it's face. So good to hear it. So good to hear your faces. Thank you. So for people who don't know anything about you, would you just tell us about your role on the challenge and how it's changed over the years? Yeah, for sure. So basically, I started as John Murray's assist in 2008. And actually, funnily enough, Dan Castor was Jackie French's assist on the MTV side. So we were both sort of assists at the same time. Um, rolling calls, like doing notes on, you know, cuts and stuff. And then once I left John's desk, Justin Booth, the EP, hired me to run the talent team, obviously where I met you, Anissa, on Rivals. Yes. And um, then I did a lot of little jobs like you do in our field where actually it's really good. So I have a good overall so I worked in the legal department for a while. I obviously, I did casting. I ran uh, the post coordinator job on challenge, um, story assist, and obviously to where I am now. So I feel like I've done a ton of jobs on the challenge, which obviously is invaluable where we wear so many hats. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that many. So many things. Yeah. So many things. I mean, I know it was so many things. We didn't start off on the, the best <laughs> foot, but here we are loving each other. Here we are. Ten years I later. Made it. 
I know. I want to hear that it. story. I want to hear that story. I mean, we were on Rivals 1, and I didn't know who this lady was. And I was very used to, like, Fatima and, like, T. Mills and, like, you know, the people that I've worked with over the years. And I don't know if I was projecting because I was, like, partners with Robin or I don't know what it was. But but I felt so, like, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I know that I love Anissa and who she is, <laughs> but, like, this is not, like, working. Ah! Which it is really scary talent because yeah, you guys need to really trust that person, you know. So, but, but we're but we're we amazing now. I mean, I don't know if it would be that great had we had not had our little, you know. It's like Tori and I. If we didn't have yeah. our little hiccup, I don't mm-hmm. know where we'd be. Yeah. Right, for sure. It's almost like we're gone deeper because we had to like get through that. Yeah. I love this. Oh, I feel like we're in therapy all over again. <laughs> also oh, known as our interviews. About your day? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know how early you start casting for a season. So it really depends on how many seasons we're going to do in that year. I would say I normally have like a month, a month and a half off between seasons before I start casting again. And it really depends on like, you know, how many new casts we're going to le- need. So say for a War of the Worlds 1, you know, half that season were fresh faces. So like that is going to require a lot more time. Wow, I didn't even think about that. No, me either. Because it's a casting process, you know, like what I, where I am in right now for 37. And then, you know, in a little bit, we'll start that diligence process. So that, wow. that process actually takes a long time. And you're actually doing that for more people because you're actually overcasting, right? Because you need to have people kind of stand by just in case somebody from the main list of people doesn't pull through. Especially COVID. I was thinking about that actually when I was like thinking about this podcast about how many extra people we have to cast and also how many extra people we have to cast depending on the format, you know? Mm. Sometimes you can just insert person, but... You, you can't necessarily do that on arrivals, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, you want to cast for gender and diversity and all that. So you really need a lot of different people sort of in the wings mm-hmm. waiting. Yeah. So does location and theme determine the cast or does the cast like determine, you know, where you're going to take them and what you're going to do with them? For me, location doesn't really change how I would cast anything. Theme for sure. Like sometimes I'm, I'm so tied to a theme that I'm, I'm frustrated, you know, cause I can't like, I'm like, Oh, this person's amazing, but they just really don't fit, you know, what, what the format is, but location, not so much. I just care that I'm not going to put anyone in a dangerous situation. So if someone that tells me they can't swim, I really want to know that if I'm going to know I'm going somewhere hot and every challenge is going to be boiling and we're going to be in the water. I need to know that. I mean, I mean, <laughs> let's not let's not say that because Iceland was cold as shit, and we so were in the water. water. I was a I was a seal this season. You guys were definitely in the water a lot last season. We were like, oh, and there's so glaciers and 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 snow capped mountains. We're not gonna go in the water that much. Oh, another water challenge, <laughs> <laughs> which is so crazy because like you people don't realize how much prep goes with a water challenge too. Because after every time you get out of the water, somebody needs to come up to you with a blanket. There's always like soup on tap. There's like hats waiting for us. Like you guys have everything planned out to a T because you know our asses are freezing and not. Then water. they have to take them away so we don't look like sloppy people. Yeah, <laughs> and they pan back to us. So I mean, it's a lot. It's like a lot I'm, of running like, around. Yeah, talents running in with the blankets and the coffee and I'm like stop stop I need to get like the shot that coffee's a lifesaver though yeah so Sky I have a question for you because you've obviously been a part of casting for so long what are the necessities for a well-rounded cast like what are what are the things that you really look for from everybody I mean the truth is I really just want cast members who are real and authentic and going to expose their own truth however like ugly or difficult that is Mm-hmm. I just always tell our cast, and I know if I've said this to you two, I don't, obviously you two aren't someone I'd struggle with in this like world, but you got to just be yourself and let the chips fall where they may, however like ugly or difficult that's going to be for you. Because if you try to like self-edit or predict what you think is or isn't going to work, it comes across as really inauthentic. And I personally don't want to work with inauthentic. I'm like bringing my true self to the interview mm-hmm. room and, the story team and I want you guys to do the same. 
So yeah. I'm not looking for a villain or, uh, you know, a princess or whatever it is, because if people are just who they are, those things will expose themselves mm-hmm. anyway. Right. Totally. I so do you that. have people, do you have people when you cast them that you're like, oh, I know this person is going to be a villain. <gasps> I mean, I have people, yes, when I'm like, I do not like this person. Like, I'm like, I'm not sure. I don't, like, I don't not like this person, but, like, I think they're going to be really good. And, you know, like, the fact that I personally don't necessarily like them is I listen to that. Like, that's good, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously I'm not going to like every single person. Um, right. And that makes our show better. Have you ever chosen someone and been like, they're going to be phenomenal and they shit the bed? Or has right. your judgment been so on point? Because I feel mm-hmm. like you are a great judge of character. You know when people are editing themselves. You know, like, you know when you're not getting the real deal. Like, just a cast member that comes on, you're like, God, oh, they have so much potential. I know that they're going to open up, be great, be athletic. Like, they're going to bring so much to the show, and then it's like a flop. I mean, yes, we have had those cast members. I really try to talk people through self-editing or not exposing their true selves in the interview room because I just don't feel like it's going to help them later. Mm-hmm. But yes, I definitely have cast members. I'm like, Ugh, this person's no good. And then, you know, we don't, often don't see them again. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this season had an incredibly diverse cast. Mm-hmm. So would you mind just speaking about the importance of that? And um, especially just like with the, the way the world has been lately. Yeah, I mean, obviously our cast needs to reflect the world that we live in and it's massively important to our, that our viewers see themselves on the screen, like whether that be ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, religion, geography. I'm always striving for that in casting for the show and I feel like we're also striving for that in the crew that's shooting you guys so that everyone feels like they're reflected in the show whole. Yeah. I didn't even think about the crew. Me either. But I did. I love Micah. I was like, my mixed brother. I didn't know with the mask on. I was like, look at those dreamy ass eyes. I was like, where are you? From? He was like, I'm mixed, girl. I was like, ha, 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 ha. what's up, boo? Yeah, I loved that's it. Why our crew's so great. You know, they're from, they really are a sort of a reflection of you guys. You know, they're from all over the world. We speak all different languages. You know, we look different. We have different sexuality, but you know, we're the same as you, you know? I love yeah. that. I love that. Um, how has the casting process changed over the years? I mean, back back in the day, it really was pretty simple because we were only pulling from real world. So we really just used to pitch the names to MTV and say, this is who we like. And they, they would be like, great. That was sort of as simple as it was. Um, now the show is obviously so much bigger there's a lot that goes into it. There's, you know, casting decks, pitch tapes, one sheets, you know, lists of pros and cons. And, you know, it's a it's a much bigger job to get all you guys to lo- location. Um, I was thinking about like my phone contacts the other day and I was like, I've got so many like contacts in there. Like, I need some mom, you know, like, <laughs> so, like everyone, everyone's like got, parents that they need you to like take their number off so (laughs) (laughs) of course gail would be up in the mix that makes me kind of insecure that like there's so much that goes into it not insecure but like you've really taken a look at all of us like a really like a really big old look like yeah like Like you've peeled us back (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm like not even skin anymore i'm flesh (laughs) my soul is just out there I feel like you guys know more about me than I know about me. It freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> I think they do, though, sometimes. Like, they can see the things about us that, like, we're not ready to see or they bring out. I know with you, Sky, like, we'll talk about stuff and you really have the ability to pull stuff out of us or to to create such a safe space where it just comes out mm-hmm. naturally. Oh, so I'm grateful for it. Thank you. Therapy is great. It's just really free. I mean, we're there together, you know? Yeah. 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 So, Sky, I want to get your producer intake on this specific episode because it was an amazing episode and we love watching people, you know, get that 
a certain edit, whether they come off as fake or come off as hard headed or whatever. So I want to know about this specific Amber B situation. Do you personally think that she was in the right to choose the Big Brother Alliance over the Amber M situation? Uh, like, I probably wouldn't have done that. If I was Ooh. Amber. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Amber. Um, if I were Amber, I probably would have dropped Big Brother Alliance, made a deal with the rookies, mm -hmm. because Amber's so low on that Big Brother totem pole alliance mm. that she could have probably used that opportunity to say to the rookies, hey, like, I'm going to, like, side with you guys and fully commit, but you guys need to know that, like, I'm the top of this alliance and like, do we all agree with that? And, you know, even if they, they messed her up later in the game, that would have been a good power play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She got to play with mean, both. Yeah. I don't know though, because I got to give it to her a few episodes before when she didn't listen to Teresa's master plan of throwing that challenge. And she was the reason that Teresa didn't win. And then Leroy got to win. It's like, I'm happy that she kind of stick with the big brother people because we would have never had that storyline if she didn't. I mean, 100%. What she did was bold and pretty. She would have seen all the things she could have done. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't have been able to see that far ahead. I would have been like, ah, how do I get more power? I'm just going to like make this right. new alliance because I would have seen Fessy and Casey and Josh and thought, hey, I'm just not anyone. I'm not above them mm -hmm. in their own little world. Yeah, which makes total sense. I totally get that. So there's this... Big Brother, since we're speaking about Big Brother, this Big Brother versus the world mentality in the house right now. Do you personally have a favorite show to cast from? I mean, I'm going to have to go with, like, the original real world, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, go ahead. It's all about me. <laughs> there is amazing training on that show. You have to really be yourself. Like, I'm all here for the challenges and the politics and blah, blah, blah. But my true heart is with the story and who you guys are as people. And I just think the real world was an amazing training ground for people mm, expressing themselves. That makes a lot of sense. And I feel that. But I love all the shows. <laughs> you have to say that. <laughs> I mean, we have like five months of, well, I did five months of being there, just being an idiot, 19 year old idiot. I mean, like you're just putting yourself out there. You have to be, you're completely vulnerable. And we already know that. Like think about Leroy came from real world. Nani came from real world. Like those are some of my, Anissa, those are some of my favorite players in the game. So like, yeah, me too. I, yeah, I, mean, I agree with that. And what about Teresa? Teresa came from there, right? Um, was Teresa? She was fresh meat. She was fresh she? meat. Oh, she was fresh meat. Fresh yeah. meat. Okay. So my question is about Teresa because she went home. I wouldn't say early, but you know, she went home. So, and a lot of other vets, <clears throat> me, Wes, especially <laughs> Wes, we got sent home early this season. So. Do you guys as production, like, look at the vets leaving the game early and get a little bummed? Or are you like, all right, this is just how the season's going down? I mean, I think I have both reactions. Like, this is how the season's going down, of course, because I can't change that. Mm -hmm. the, I was sad to see Teresa leave this early this season just because I was like, I really couldn't believe that she was even coming back. I was like, oh, my God, because I had been asking, you know, for many seasons prior to that, do you want to come back? And, you know, she has her kids right but yes i'm very sad when a vet leaves the show just because i'm sad when anyone leaves the show but i have <laughs> a long relationship with some of the vets and mm -hmm. really i only see you guys when we're up and cameras up in the field so saying goodbye can sometimes mean maybe for a long time maybe forever because maybe that was their last season and they didn't even know it yet because mm -hmm. they've decided to leave you know the franchise Mm -hmm. So, yes, for Teresa, I was very like, oh, like, I felt it. Yeah. yeah, I can understand that. I'm excited to see which uh, old OG you guys pull out of the hat for the next season. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to find out. <laughs> That's why it's actually cr pretty amazing when some of, you know, the OGs take a few seasons off because that return can be yeah. like, pretty massive. Yeah, super exciting. Uh, listen, okay. I'm not trying to take seasons off. I'm getting old. No, I'm not talking about you, but you know, seeing Darrell, <laughs> and, Teresa, seeing Darrell and Teresa this season was like mm -hmm. I love awesome. him. Yeah, yeah, it was. Unless I get pregnant or something. I don't know how that's going to happen. Tor <laughs> Tori. She's so silly. It's, it's probably be Tori's oh baby. 
gosh. So uh, let's lighten the mood up a little bit. I want to know if you were one of us, Sky, and you were on this show. Right. What do you think you would be best at? Heights, swimming, eating, puzzles, politics. Um, I mean, I'd probably be great at swimming. I'm Australian. Like, I'm a good swimmer. Yeah. Yes, yeah. fish. Okay. I would be. I would probably do pretty well. I don't think. I don't. I wouldn't be great at eating. I think I'd be a pretty good all rounder. But swimming would probably be some where I could maybe win a challenge. Okay. I thought you were going to be like, my name's Sky, so heights, bitch. <laughs> like, like, I'm from yeah. Australia, and a lot of our stunt guys are from there. So I, I thought it was like in your blood, like in your DNA to be like, we love heights. I mean, we're yeah. not going to wear a harness. Heights, but <laughs> swimming would probably be my best. Okay. Who do you feel like you would make alliances with? Um, <laughs> we're smiling over here. <laughs> Pick me. Pick us. I mean, I would definitely be making alliances with the strong vets and I'd try to sort of play a little bit dumb. Like I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, As far as the actual names, definitely I would want to make sure that you two were cool with me. I would want to make, (laughs) (laughs) I would want to make sure Nani was cool with me because she, everyone loves Nani. You know, I wouldn't want anything, any issues there. I would want to make sure Corey was cool with me. Cam. Johnny, yeah. like these are names that I would be, just be very careful around because these are names that have a lot of sway. Yeah, yeah especially Cam this season. She especially is Cam. I felt like she was part of production. I'm like, how do you know? <laughs> are you the Oracle? Like, how do you know all this shit? She was just like so intuitive, this game. And so mm-hmm. she demands and commands so much respect. I mean, I admire her. I mean, I know she's yeah. my little sis, but. And she's younger, but she has lived a life and she she's just a boss bitch. And it is just yeah. wonderful to see her thrive in these really in this really weird, like social experiment. Like she does really well at just like keeping her cool, sleeping yeah. her days away and then mm-hmm. like not being an athlete and then showing up to the challenge, killing shit. And like she's just great. She's great. It is amazing. Amazing. I mean, yeah. I when I did her, I mean, she, she came from either one. But when I did her casting interview for challenge i just remember hanging up the the skype and being like whoa like like, (laughs) wow can we cast this person like right now she's like amazing yeah yeah because it's great she doesn't even just like talk the talk she motherfucking walks the walk that motherfucker's scary i would not (laughs) want to be on her bad side on the show i'd be like ah yeah (laughs) totally so if you could cast any like celebrity on the challenge who do you feel like you would want to see on the show Oh man, you guys. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm much more interested in the house and the story. And I do really think we benefit from funny. So mm-hmm. I would like love to see like, you know, Tiffany Haddish in there or Kate McCann. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> um, just because I think they'd probably be good, but also I would get a lot of great house reality and some comedy which sometimes you know our show can lack yeah that would be amazing Devin really brought the comedy this season yeah, that motherfucker really did funny really yeah. gotta be smart to quick fire like he's a oh. smart dude with a lot of jokes yes oh. he's really he, he really is. did bring that funny he's having a good season yeah yeah he yeah. is having a good season even though he's talking some shit he's definitely definitely I'm here for it listen I'm, I'm not mad at it the yeah. truth is the truth He's great. I He's love entertaining. Him. You got to give it to him. He's oh, he is. Shit. I've been seeing Rogue Agent Lounge all morning. <laughs> <laughs> he like makes up songs. stuck in my head. Oh, he has a whole EP. It's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait till you hear Basil Rain. We got drunk and I was topless and he put Basil all over me. I love that. Yeah, he <laughs> threw it at me from the money, like our basil tree, Henry. <laughs> we, were supposed to, we were supposed to make pesto, but... <laughs> basil rain (laughs) that's good oh that's so funny good he had a lot to you know he had didn't have a great season on final reckoning and we really haven't seen him since then so you know it was in his best interest to really turn up and you know i Mm -hmm. I think you know he had such a difficult season after his father passed away on final reckoning Mm -hmm. so i think this season he was like there to really turn up and that's sometimes when a break is great you know 
Yeah. Yeah, I believe in breaks. He he did not take his foot off the gas. He is ruthless in those interviews. I hit him up after. I said, bitch, I thought we were friends. It's like, we are, Dave. It's all for TV. I'm like, oh, all right. Fuck it. <laughs> right. And then you just got to brush it off after yeah, that. Yeah, you're like, whatever. It is he what sent, it is. He sent me a text. He goes, tell somebody I love him. He was like, tell Fessy he still sucks. And tell Casey, I'm still on the fence about you. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I got it. I never told anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, now the message is delivered. So there you go. There you go, friends. So, Sky, would you ever cast a super fan? Um, Listen, when I'm doing casting interviews and, you know, potential rookies know about our show and remember cast members or challenges they loved, I'm in. Like, that means they really love the show. What I'm not really into is if people, like, talk about the show as though they kind of know what they would do or they would do it better. Someone who's talking to me about alliances and numbers. This Mm. gives me a little, like, anxiety. I'm just going to say this as an example, but say, like, I complete the challenge, do really well, but then I get sent to elimination. I don't want someone saying that was stupid that Sky participated in the challenge because she should have not, and then she wouldn't have been in elimination. Mm-hmm. That is a red flag for me because that means someone's going to not compete in our game, which is really uh-huh. important. Right, right, right. Of yeah, course, yeah. That. It's like the worst watching people pull up to a challenge and then throw a game. It pisses me off so bad because it's like we're here to play. You came to play. Play the game. It drives yeah. me. Like, I can't, it just drives me so mad because, you know, we've, we've spent so much time setting these challenges up. It's important yeah. for the show because the challenges keep the politics moving and the story, which is obviously what I care about the most, moving. And when people just don't play because of numbers, it's like a mess. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely takes away from it. And it's like, we also, I mean, even for like that truck challenge, we were there for six hours. I wish I would wait six hours and then the person I'm going against doesn't compete. Yeah. I would have been pit. I would have thrown them off the truck. I yeah. mean, I had to anyway, but, <laughs> you know, it just, it, it does take away from the experience. It really mm-hmm. does for everybody. Totally. Mm-hmm. And you know? I, I because- can't tell if they're good or not. So I'm like, this person yeah. seems like they'll be a good challenger, but they're not really playing. So I don't know really what their skills are. Totally. All right. We have one more question for you, Sky, and then we're going to let you go because we know you got a lot of prep work to do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Would you mind sharing any crazy cast wrangling stories that might come to your mind? Like how difficult is it to work with some of us sometimes? I mean, you guys, I have (laughs) thousands, million of these stories. Um, You know, there's some really intimate ones this season, obviously, you know, taking Natalie into the chamber and, you know, doing a pregnancy test with her was a very intimate moment while she found out that, you know, she was pregnant, you know, that was obviously Mm. a moment. Um, And then CT on Dirty 30 being sent home at the border of Columbia because his passport was like water damaged. No, this is like very stressful. Right. Yeah. Um, Ashley on invasion when she like wanted to go home because Johnny threw the toilet seat in the the river. Like, and I had literally had to spend two hours trying to convince her to stay in the game. Because I knew that she would get to the airport and be like, what, why did I leave the game? So I was mm-hmm. like, God, I gotta like get her back in the right headspace to continue going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine all of the stories that you've seen over the years because you cast the craziest motherfuckers. So you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna deal with some shit. It's a yeah. lot. <laughs> also because we have a relationship. So right. I understand why sometimes it's like, I just like they need, you guys need to talk to me about it because we've spent like so much time together. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I hope we get to spend more time together. <laughs> Me too. Yes. Well, my hips and my knees are good. <laughs> good. That's, I'm happy to hear that. Well, Sky, thank you so much for yes, taking some time you. to give us all your insight and come on the show with us. Thank you. We love you so much. No. Well, you guys are doing an amazing job. I love the podcast. You're amazing. She might have to be the third person on here. Your voice is so soothing. <laughs> I love it. I miss it. Oh, well, appreciate it, you guys. Yes. Thank no you so worries, much, guys. Thank you so much. 
Bye. Hopefully Bye. see you in the future. Oh. Yeah. Wink, wink, wink. Sooner wink, rather wink. than later. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Brendan Schaub. If you love everything mixed martial arts, I'm talking UFC breakdowns, UFC picks, one championship picks, Bellator, PFL, you name it, your boy breaks it all down. Tune into The Shop Show, available every Monday wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Shop Show. Enjoy. All right. Well, Sky is amazing. Anissa, how much do you love her voice? <laughs> I mean... I'm, I'm going to download it and listen to it at night. I love Sky. <laughs> I think she is incredible. I love where our relationship has gone. I just hear her and I'm like, yes, all is right in the world. Yeah. She's just such a straight shooter that if you don't like her, it's because you just don't like something honest that she's saying. It's not her. She's just like a mouthpiece for just honesty. Yeah. She really knows how to see a situation for what it really is. So that's, yeah. that's really nice. She Super can smell bullshit. Yeah, yeah, she can. All right, Anissa, we're going to go into our closing segment, which is listener transmission this times and this time. What? <laughs> listener <laughs> transmission in times. That's what it sounded like to me. Okay. I didn't know what the fuck you were reading. but <gasps> Well, I'm going to ask you some questions from fans because, you know, they want to know what's going on. And this is the first question. Anissa, after I got eliminated by your beautiful self, why did you pick Fessy for a second time to be your partner? Well, I didn't really think it through, but I did think, why wouldn't I pick a guy who already had a skull? Mm-hmm. And the chances of us being thrown in again were probably going to be low if we both had them and people needed them. Right. If I, since we didn't know if it was going to be a girl's day or a guy's day and the game was just switching up so much. Now, you know, when they brought Ashley back, there was that whole breach. I didn't know if there was going to be another one. Like, we never knew what was going to happen in this game. So right. if I don't know, if I pick somebody with a skull, fine. If I, if I have somebody that doesn't have one, they're going to want to go down. What if they want to go down when it's a girl's day and they think it's a guy's day and then I got to go in and then my skull's taken from me and I'm out of the game. So this yeah. was strategic. Yeah. So that's my answer. Okay. Now, Tori mm. says, how does Tori feel about Devin's interviews? Okay, this is honestly how I feel. And I have to explain this to my mom because my mom is so, Tori, Devin is not your friend. He talks badly about you in interviews. But I know Devin for a long time. He is going to say whatever he has to say in interviews to make the story more beefy, right? So we interview (laughs) after the fact of whatever happens. So you have time and you have the ability to kind of like interview you go back in time in your interviews. So you can really like make the story sound any way you want from your perspective because you know the outcome, right? So I think because there was already so many people gunning for us, Devin wasn't going to stand in the line of fire of all these rookie votes. And he and I obviously like have this like already beginning storyline where we don't really work together. It just made it easy for him to be like, nah, I'm going to trash Tori in my interviews because I'm going to be honest with you. Out of all of the cast members on the show, Devin Walker, a.k.a. Dave, because he's my friend, texts me more than anybody except for Anissa. Devin and I talk a lot. So I just think he was playing it up for the cameras. I'm not buying it. I'd have to go in there and get fucked over again by him for me to believe that we're actually not friends. But maybe I'm just delusional. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you are. I mean, I thought you guys were friends. I was surprised by a lot of that. But you know what? He had to do what he had to do. And yeah, yeah, be beefy for camera. Beefy, <laughs> beefy for camera. Bring the beef. <laughs> For camera. <laughs> so that's not a lie either, folks. All right. So does Tori think she was a little cocky this season? Okay, listen. I don't walk around the house saying, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. Do I walk around confident and try to overly plan the game? Definitely. Did I take a big step back after watching that elimination and watching myself get booted early two seasons in a row? For sure. My ass is coming back humble as Fuck, you're never going to hear me talk low about any other competitor again. I promise you I've learned my lesson. But I also don't think there's anything wrong with being a confident woman on the show. I think girls get way more heat when they want to act like they're good at something or they want to have confidence in themselves than guys do. Mm -hmm. So I think that it needs to be, it's a 50-50 thing. The world needs to get more comfortable with women talking their shit because we have every fucking right to. And I also have to take a page out of, um, 
the Anissa book and just, you know, just be more humble and be a better human. So I'm, I'm here. I'm here for the growth. And Aww. yeah, I'm here for it. But I also think that the world needs to be a little bit lighter on women. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're here and we're talking more shit than we ever have. Yeah. Baby, and I'm not up. I'm not apologizing for anything. Nope. Nothing. Yeah. So here is our last question. Mm-hmm. Do you guys get recognized on the street a lot? <laughs> on the street, <laughs> in a restroom, at Target. Yeah. Then they want to take pictures. I'm like, I'm in a mask and I look like shit. And I knew I was going to look like shit walking on this house, but I thought this mask is about to save me. Yeah. But no, you know, the little scar between my eyes. <laughs> Fucking no, HD. Damn. Damn it, HD. <laughs> Get off my face. One of my favorite stories, Anissa, is me and you when we were in Philly. Me, you, and Cam went out to dinner uh, one night. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to go deep into this story because it gets Don't take funny. a deep dive. I won't go, I won't go deep. Because that shit was at five in the morning. <laughs> but I got to give it a little bit. Okay, okay, so this was obviously after I moved back to Jersey. I was freshly single. And I'm back with Anissa and my girl Cam. And me and Anissa are out on the street. It's Philly. We were taking some shots. Some group of guys was like, Anissa and Tori, without even a thought. This was so unsafe. <laughs> this is so unsafe. We were like, hey, we'll come up to your apartment and be your friends. And then we hung out with them. Obviously, nothing happened. Like, it wasn't that yeah, crazy. Yeah, until like five in the morning. But we hung out forever. Like, what yeah. the fuck were we thinking, Anissa? I don't know. All the windows were open. They could have tossed <laughs> one of us out of it. Um, oh, my God. I mean, there were... I don't know what the fuck we were doing. But it's crazy because, I mean, without a hesitation, they were like, Tori, Anissa, we love you. I'm like, I mean, we weren't even close to them. <laughs> yeah, we're like 50 feet away. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> we had like us seven. What were those shots that we had? James lemon got drops? us lemon drops. Yeah, yeah, he was like, this is a perfect dessert after dinner where we were just eating like fucking seafood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lemon drops. 19 of... We had $200 worth of shots and then walked back. You and I walked so much. We oh got our gosh. steps in that day. Yeah, it was better than drinking and driving, baby. We were stepping yeah. and stepping. Stepping and stepping. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what a great episode. Well, Anissa, you had another great episode. I absolutely love your interviews and your makeup is always bomb. Can't wait for you to do mine. Thanks, girl. Where can we follow you and how can we support you? I am Anissa MTV. That's A N E E S A M T V. Instagram and Twitter. I usually check uh, Instagram more. There's going to be a lot of DMs, but uh, slide on in because mm. your girl's reading. Yes, she is. And she's sending me any of the juicy slides. I just got one right before this podcast. <laughs> <and> it, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. <laughs> And I'm not mad about it. If you're out there listening, keep on sending to your girl. <laughs> Tori, was, where can they find you and send you beautiful gifts? You can send me some long DMs to Tori underscore deal. That's right. Send in your listener questions and everything else you have to offer. <laughs> <laughs> and please watch new episodes of The Challenge every Wednesday. And then go behind the scenes with us the next morning on MTV's official challenge podcast. What's up, guys? I'm Brendan Schaub. If you love everything mixed martial arts, I'm talking UFC breakdowns, UFC picks, one championship picks, Bellator, PFL, you name it, your boy breaks it all down. Tune into The Shop Show, available every Monday wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Shop Show. Enjoy.